0: Hey everybody, this is Austin from the future, and I'm here with the time-traveling Celebi of audio issues Um, this time around the one whose mic was not picking up their audio was me So I apologize in advance for any buzzing or distorted audio you might hear when I'm speaking I'm editing right now And I'm gonna try my best to get rid of any issues and try and upscale the audio where I can But just, you know, apologies in advance. Sorry about that. You know Thanks for sticking with us through all of our learning curve as we try and figure out how to do this. Once again, we're just knuckleheads trying our best to do this as a hobby. We appreciate your understanding, love y'all, love you forever. We don't take you for granted, whoever's listening, friends and family we know in real life, and random internet people, say hi, say hi, we want to hear from you. That'd be great. Thanks again. Alright, let's go Teleby. Hey I know I'll use my trusty frying pan as a drying pan.
1: All right, hello, everyone. welcome to Out of the drying pan, a Pokemon the series podcast where each week, We talk about our eventful weeks, and we discuss two Pokemon anime episodes with some twists along the way. And I'm your host, Jacob, and I'm here with my co-host, Austin. Hello. Hey, Austin. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. (laughs) That's that's good to hear. And we have our other co-host here who knows a little bit about everything, Alex.
2: Wow, that's quite an introduction. Hope I can live up to that.
1: What have you
0: done this week, Austin? In preparation for watching this Hitmonchan episode... I have in the past week watched six Rocky Balboa movies.
1: Ooh! Oh, I love Rocky. Uh, do you love oh my all gosh. of them? <laughs> I do not love all of them, but let me ask you, what is your favorite Rocky? And Alex, chime in too, because I know you've seen Rocky. Okay, uh,
2: like 20 years ago.
1: Okay,
0: I watched Rocky 1, 2, 3, 4, 5 and Rocky Balboa. So I've seen everything but the two Creed films, which I'll be watching next. I have I've never seen these movies before obviously Ooh. rocky original I you know i know the whole movie i've seen it in bits and pieces but i would never sat and watched it before let me tell you watching the six rocky movies within six days is quite a whirlwind of an endeavor wait did you actually watch
2: them all yeah oh my god okay
1: like, every single like, one so you watch one a day basically yeah pretty much actually i yeah, kind of like you didn't okay. say
2: you were doing this.
1: it was a surprise to the podcast
2: that is some dedication! Wow.
1: Yes, I love it. I, I love that we get to start by talking for this too, because I got the Rocky vibe from the episode this week as you well. Mean because
0: Sylvester Stallone was a main character. <laughs> yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs>
1: exactly. It's it's the Rocky episode of Pokemon. Gosh,
0: and poor and you know? Adrian. All she, oh my god, all through this movie, she's just like, <laughs> stop fighting Rocky, you're gonna get killed. And he's like, go to fight. <laughs> I'm going to fight gotta do it and then like then in the last movie like it's like a like a past midlife crisis it was like oh my god this is crazy it was so much happening <laughs> <laughs> he ran the stairs What's the one where he... i cried at one
1: point <laughs> okay let's wow. let's go through these movies one by in one order so you can help yeah so you can refresh my memory <laughs> okay. not like mainly so first one rocky fights apollo right right as the underdog and that's the best movie that's the best one, yes. And it should not have any Rocky.
0: sequels, but whatever.
1: No, no. Actually, I, th- I like some of them. I will say I like... I just don't like them all. But the Apo- second one fights Apollo, Apollo again. Apollo 2. 2.0. Yes, Wait. but beats Apollo. Yeah, because...
0: I mean, that ruins the entire original movie.
1: But whatever. Yeah, yeah, it does. But it's a good redemption story. Oh, you mean for Apollo? Yes, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. It shows... this. That's what builds the bond between Apollo and Rocky even more. But there is that one, there's that one scene though, and I'm sorry, I love these movies so much, I'm sorry I'm chomping in so much, but there's that one scene where Apollo's like really want to do a rematch with Rocky, and his manager's like talking to him, and he's like, you can't fight him, Apollo. Like the second one is is like this two-minute scene that's just beautiful, and he's like, you gave everything you had to that man. You punched him, you knocked him down, you did everything, but he kept coming back. You don't fight that kind of man, Apollo, you don't. And I was like, just get chills thinking about that scene of them talking about Rocky and Apollo. Just want to get after Rocky again in the second one. Sorry, the robot Uh-oh. wiped my mind of that scene. It, <laughs> it did, yeah, the first the first two have a lot of like really strong emotional scenes. And then the best is just like a, kind of a joke. The third one was
0: Mr. T with Hulk Hogan making yes. an appearance. Mike Tyson appears at one point um, in the sixth one yep, Yeah, it, it's just a lot.
1: It is a lot. It goes they off become... the rails and then they try to get back on the rails. But it's kind of bumpy. It gets too extravagant for it. Four, they come back home a little bit, but it's still too much of a scale to bring it back to the humbleness of the first two. I don't know. I liked one, two, and four. Are probably like, those are those are the only ones that I really kind of did you, rewatch. did you not like
0: Rocky Balboa? Bobo-
1: Is that that's the one where they like set he pays gets paid to like throw the fight, right? No, that never happens. Oh, I thought he got paid to throw it. I can't remember. I didn't pay too much attention to that one. Moving on, Alex, give us a. Quick flash of what you Oh no! With... I mean, you
2: guys could have kept flash going. Tech. I feel very woefully underprepared. I had no idea that Austin was prepping for this one episode by watching all yeah. the Rocky movies. But I, I don't know. I didn't really do anything interesting this week. Um, test drove a car. Ooh. That's it. I guess that's the most exciting thing. So,
1: are you thinking about getting a, a new car?
2: Yeah, actually, that's really? a story for another day, but.
1: So I guess we're moving on to me now. And I have came across a dilemma this week. I'm going to need both of both of you to help out with and the audience too. So this week, the Steam Summer Sale started. Oh. And there's some really good deals, as there typically always are. But I don't know which games to buy. And like I said, I'm caught up in a little dilemma here. So I'll give you like a quick flash of what's going on. I have like $20 for my Steam credit. I can buy the Halo Chief Master Collection, which is a pretty good pretty good deal for 20 bucks, which is like six games. I can buy Civ 6 for like 14 bucks and then have enough money left over to get maybe Among Us or something else cuz I I really like that game and I can't play it anymore on my phone cuz my phone's too old. And then they then I saw what else did I see? There was uh, it was like Dead by Daylight was like 20 bucks. Um there's just a whole lot of games, and I, I don't know. So if you have y'all played any of those games to, to give me a review? Or... Um,
2: I don't know. For 20 bucks, you want something that you're going to get your a return on investment, so to speak. Like, What has the most replayability long term?
1: I oh, don't know. Audience, you got to comment on this, too, to help me out. <laughs> yeah, I'm not the to post a poll on Twitter. Which games are you looking forward to most in the Steam stuff? So. I feel like we're
2: not being very helpful, <laughs> but I haven't played any of those, so I can't say one way or the other. But you do like um Civ, Civ what? Do you have Civ Five?
1: Yes, I love Civ Five and I'm still playing it too.
2: Maybe you should wait on Civ Six then.
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Civ Civ's it's, it's tough. It's it's tough. Too many games, not enough time. I've hit that dilemma which that's happens quite frequently, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. I think we all kind of struggle with <laughs> struggle with that now. It's like there's so much content to absorb, but these damn jobs keep getting in the way. So yeah.
2: Well, if you were a, if you had a job in the gaming industry, then like.
1: Yeah, but that's just uh, what I've been facing this week, and I'll give you an update next week of my choices and where I'm at. <laughs> it's Just <laughs> my stuff, my, my first world problems over here, I guess.
2: Maybe if you keep looking, and you know, do you, you have to ask yourself which approach do you want to take? Do you want to have like one big game, or do you want to spread it out and get like a bunch of little games?
1: That's what I. That's what I'm factoring into. And I don't know. This is my first time doing like a Steam sale kind of thing, so I don't know if it's like this. The games that are on sale now—is that final, or is it like every new week new deals pop up? So I don't, I know. don't know. Yeah,
2: I'm not a big PC gamer, so.
1: Well, anyway, that's my week, and uh, I'll give you <laughs> updates as I, as I deal with this difficult issue. weeks uh laid out and our our eventful weeks laid out unless anyone else has anything to add i figured we maybe jump into our pokemon episode talk with selecting our episode summary challenge winners <laughs> where we summarize the episodes in 30 seconds we never do it but we try it every week anyway
2: austin does a consistently good job
1: well we don't cheat though alex we go oh, straight from memory we don't do write I it down <laughs>
2: I'm just kidding. Austin has the superior memory.
1: I Austin is the best at writing and stuff like that. I'm not
0: writing so anything. I'm bad. doing
1: improv here.
2: Yeah. Disclaimer: Until we like, don't we don't uh, you know write the episode summaries out beforehand. This is all off the top of our noggins, right?
1: Yes, basically. That's the, that's the reason why there. That's the reason why I'm so bad at it. <laughs>
2: that's all part <laughs> that's of just, the fun. Like,
1: Austin is the best, though. We can't admit that. <laughs> anyway. All right. So um, yeah. Anyway, summary <laughs> challenges and. I lose out this week. God oh, damn it. <laughs> it is Austin and Alex taking over.
2: Uh, well, this is good, Austin, since you're so prepared for the... Uh, you did your research b- before, this is a good episode for you to summarize. So. <laughs> cool.
1: Ready? Go! Okay,
0: the twerps come across a Chan, but it turns out to be a Chan owned by Anthony, who is a runaway dad trying to win the P1 championship, but his daughter Rebecca is trying to get him to come back home. Ash and Brock enter the tournament, and they enter Geodude and Primeape, and Primeape learns to love Ash when he sacrifices himself to save him. Brock forfeits, Anthony loses, Team Rocket enters with a stolen Himalay, and hit which Primeape defeats, and then Primeape leads with Anthony for no discernible reason. And Rebecca says she'll take her dad home, but that Time. is to be seen to be broken.
1: Oh, that was great. That was good. Okay, I tried. No, you hit all the many points. We don't even need to talk about it anymore. So, uh, <laughs> that kind of start off the, uh... The conversation. Great summary there, Austin. So, episode 29, The Punchy Pokemon. And I just looked at my notes and I put down as my first note, Rocky montage opening for this episode. Yeah.
2: So, how... Okay, can I jump in real quick? I'm sorry. Because I've never yeah. seen the Rocky movies. So, I did. my very first note that I wrote down was, this episode starts out very weird to me. <laughs> and I want to know how close it was. To rocky like why was there a reason why it stuck out like a sore thumb was it because it was copying the movie
1: i mean him when didn't route the stairs and do the pose but it didn't like hold in the movie he holds his arms up when he reaches the stairs and there's also like a huge crowd following him too <laughs> not the first time he did it and not in the first one but like in the later ones yeah. and someone actually the funny thing about that scene is someone actually from philadelphia mapped out the distance that he ran and how, how far, I I, looked, I think it was like he ran like uh, like two marathons, judging by like the back scenery and where he winds up.
0: Like they're assuming that he starts from his apartment and he runs to the museum.
1: Yeah. Okay. And it, it's like, yeah, okay. So judging by like the back scen- scenery and from where he starts to where he ends up, someone did the math and... Calculated it, and he ran thirty point six one miles one way. <laughs>
2: In one way, is that true, or did they do like multiple? <laughs> yes, cuts and just it, it looked it's like it's a
0: montage. So thirty if miles. You he actually ran there, that's okay. That's great. I didn't know that.
2: I think there was a yes. guy with like a bicycle behind the scenes, and he just jumped on it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so he ran like over a marathon. Oh my god. So he was in really good shape, which explains how he was able to defeat Drago and all these other people. I mean, my
0: favorite running montage is when the children join in and they run with him yes. and there's like hundreds of
1: them. <laughs> so, did anyone map That's, out how
0: far they ran?
1: It was the same thing basically. Cuz they started at a it park was, uh, and then they were at the museum. So in Rocky 2, he ran 30.6 It's the same time. It, I looked up, it's the same thing both times. Oh wow. So he ran 30.61 miles for both montages. And in the second one, like Austin says, there's children involved. So these children, so I think we're kind of getting a theme here that people from Philadelphia are just in crazy shape. Just, at one point, he, he can really, really kick it. He does it while with a dog on a leash. <laughs> he does do <laughs> it with a dog. The dog runs too. People, people from Philly be crazy. At least. Okay, so Hitmonchan did not do that. It probably ran 10 feet, and the similarity was, like, him running and kind of punching. It's kind of what Rocky did, and obviously wearing the gloves, it really kind of hints that he's a boxer. Hitmonchan. Um, Hitmonchan. So, presumably that outfit is its body? It is,
0: yes. Are we sure? Are the boxing gloves or its hands?
2: I always wondered that with the fighting type Pokemon. Like, Machoke and Hitmonchan, and, like, they have clothing on their bodies
0: i know machoke and machamp they explicitly those patterns the belts and all that those are their body
1: yes that's what i was about to say i know for a fact that that is his body
0: what did they point that out in it was like a uh, a tweet or something right (laughs) yeah
1: yeah yeah it was revealed in like a it wasn't revealed like in the episodes but it was like yeah this is like if you try to pull it it, you're gonna get skin or something because it is skin or whatever yeah not be weird but
2: so it's boxing gloves are its hands
1: yes and so
0: the, the the is it wearing a dress what is it wearing what is that that's supposed like a toga to be toga it's boxing something. shorts oh is Have it you ever
1: seen like yeah so that's what i thought it was because oh, be. like if you watch, like look at boxing what they wear they wear like really loose shorts typically right like now because it's like free of movement and stuff like that so i think it was kind of inspired by like these shorts that are really kind of loose fitting that help them like duck and jive and could be, you know, all that good stuff. That's sort of. Th- yeah, you know, but
0: Hitmonchan looks like a
1: third. Yeah, I don't know about that's that. That's the
2: least of Hitmonchan's problems.
1: <laughs> I'm trying to look at this image here, and it looks like yeah, the gloves I would say are there. <laughs> I think they're just that. that that's all inclusive. <laughs> don't don't pull on them.
2: So when you guys played the games as kids, when you had the choice between Hitmonchan and Hitmonlee, which one do you, did you guys pick?
1: Hitmonlee every single incarnation to mm-hmm. this day. Really? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I chose Hitmon... I was Hitmonchan. Really? Yeah. Oh. I just thought he looked cooler.
2: Hitmonlee is... That one's funky too but I'm with Austin. I always picked that one.
1: <laughs> Overall, I just thought like Hitmonchan looked cooler but Hitmonlee definitely is more useful as far as like a fighting Pokemon goes. Because He could use... Well, he can use his whole body really. I know that like, kicking's his thing but like Hitman-Champ just, that's you know, just arms. So it's like, if you look at, like, fighting capabilities of boxers, mainly hands. Well, Hitman-Lee could be more like a mixed martial arts mm. kind of Pokemon, where he could probably, like, kick and maybe, like, choke people out if need be. <laughs> you know, more, not to get too violent. So moving a little bit forward, because Hitman-Champ does his Rocky montage. And then we find Pikachu punking out again. So obviously this episode, Pikachu loses his fighting spirit. Mm-hmm. Which, this back and forth is kind of annoying me. I don't know about y'all, but it's like, what is, we're having a real hard time finding what gets Pikachu going. What is his motivation? I don't
2: know about you, but I was with Pikachu in this episode because I feel like if you, if somebody like Mike Tyson walked up to you and they were like, oh, okay, go fight Mike Tyson. Would you want to go fight Mike Tyson? Hell no. Well,
1: that's what, that's what made it kind of dumb to me though, was like, why does Ash have integrity now? Like, why not just thunderbolt it or whatever? Why do you have to? Why do you have to fight it? <laughs> just a Pikachu thunderbolt.
2: Because those are the rules of the game. You can't go in there and fight dirty. You have to go in there. No, this is
1: the beginning. Yeah, I know, but when uh,
2: still, I applauded Ash for how he wanted to fight on equal ground. But we got to see Pikachu in his cute little boxing gloves. That was
1: nice. Yeah, where did he procure those from? They grew. He just. They grew on his body. Now they're just permanently there. Where does Ash Gross. get
2: half the stuff that he just pulls out of his pockets?
0: Like
1: that's true. Missy and Brock also pull out like a <laughs> bow, like ding ding. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Yeah, they do. Ding ding. Yeah. So that's pretty good.
2: Then we also have um, the mysterious girl who's seemingly watching all this unfold from behind a tree. Rebecca,
1: she's. I guess kind of stressed, but like. Spoil a little bit here, but her father apparently has not been there for her.
2: <laughs> so, <laughs> now we know what the dads of Canto do when there's spars-
1: Yeah. They become Sylvester
0: alone and abandon their families.
2: That's why they're not around. Yep,
1: exactly. But this guy's not successful, though. No. At least Rocky was successful. Like, Rocky made sure that, you know, for the first... Until they go bankrupt, his family had a nice home with, like, a, a robot butler. You know, <laughs> this guy's been gone for... who Lord knows how long, you know and We don't know if Rebecca has a mother or not I, I assume she does, but She could have been on her own for years We don't know
0: I'll give Rebecca that she was the only person we've ever seen Follow the missing father
1: and be like Come home <laughs> Yes, she put an effort at least
0: Um, didn't
1: he own that gym They went to?
0: I thought so,
2: the fighting spirit gym
0: So he's a business owner With a, with a sedentary location I feel like That's pretty, pretty secure. I don't know why she's like, you gotta go home when he's running a business.
2: You know what? I didn't even think about that. That's a good observation. I thought he was traveling around home, like away for weeks and weeks, but apparently he just lives presumably somewhere close and just goes to work and that's his, he owns a gym. That's his job.
1: (laughs) What they were getting at, and this is what I think they were going for here, was like when a fighter... When a fighter has a fight coming up, they go to what they call like camp mm-hmm. or whatever. And this is typically a secluded area where it's just the fighter and their trainer or tra- trainers, depending on how many they have. Far from home. This is awfully close for a camp, I, I, I assume. But it's at that part, it makes sense to me. But I assume that this guy was just never leaving camp and training all the time to be the world champion. So I, I guess that's what they were kind of going for here. But without like the context of knowing how trainers are fighters get ready for a fight you wouldn't know or like there's no way for a kid to really know Hmm. so maybe that's what they were shooting for but like austin said this area is like really close to where (laughs) it's like maybe a foot away from where rebecca lives i don't know what's going on with that
0: go to the gym jacob did you like seeing a real gym
1: yes this actually got me excited because it shows that people hopefully the people do i don't know at least the pokemon seem to be more fitness driven you know we don't really see people do that much. Few, but not as much, which I guess makes sense if the Pokemon do all the work. But that was really cool. It looked uh, it looked really neat. Kind of like a really authentic boxing gym. It's really taken away by how much detail that place actually <laughs> had for a cartoon.
2: You know what I was thinking this whole time about Pikachu and, like, Ash wanting him to fight? I don't know why. I just had this feeling, like, did they intend... You know that, like, Raichu evolution, supposedly... Gorochu. Gorochu. Was that intended to be a fighting type?
0: <laughs> I don't know, was it?
2: I don't know. I don't know. For whatever reason, what? I started thinking about that, like, leaked. What is this? It's like a, it was a old, leaked um, potential evolution for Raichu called Gorochu, supposedly. But for whatever reason, I don't know. I was thinking of that when I was watching this episode. Was it supposed mm-hmm. to be? I thought I read somewhere that it was supposed to be electric fighting, but I could be wrong.
1: So it was going to be the 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 level yeah, above the evolution above. Yeah. You? Oh, so they did the exact opposite. They took it one down instead of going one above. Okay. Pichu. Yeah. Pokemon, Pokemon Wiki says is an electric type.
2: Just electric. Yeah. Well, that's disappointing. For whatever reason, I was thinking it was supposed to be a fighting type, but it never came to be. Oh well. Sorry, that was just a little side little side thought that I had.
1: I've never even
0: heard of that before. Anyway. So the reason they entered the tournament was to knock Anthony out?
1: For Rebecca, yes.
2: I guess they, her rationale was if they beat him bad enough, then he'll give up on his dream and come home, which is kind of a bratty thing for her to do. She's like, I don't care what my dad wants. I just want him to like realize that he's no good at anything and comes home where he should be. Yeah,
1: there's definitely a, a conflict going on here between what Anthony wants and Rebecca wants, obviously. Because did, does Anthony say that if he wins, he'll go back home?
2: I don't think so. I don't think he ever promised
1: that. No, no. <laughs> okay, I, no, no. I didn't think I didn't know if he did or not because I knew like her, her strategy was kind of like what she's been doing all along—that is like make him lose. But he's been getting his butt kicked the past how many years? He's been doing this and still keeps going.
2: So my biggest gripe with this was Brock and how the hell he was allowed to enter this contest with. A Geo Dude.
0: Have a four-time weakness
1: to fighting attacks.
2: Like, please somebody explain that to me.
1: <laughs> thank you for thank you so much for pointing that out because I got confused. I thought like I was like Geo not a fighting type. No,
2: he's gonna get his, he's gonna Is get he? pummeled into like dirt, like nothing. He's a a rock. Is he pure rock? I'm pretty sure. He brought ground. Rock
1: ground. Yeah, I don't. How did that How does that work? It didn't. I think, Geodude got his ass handed to it. Was, yeah, it did. It did, but. From the tournament, from the people who are running the tournament, their perspective, I bet they had an empty bracket slot because no one really cares about this thing. And it's really <laughs> stupid. And this is like the county fair. Like, <laughs> let's get these rednecks together and wrestle. So I think they had an empty slot and they're just like, what the hell? We'll fill it. <laughs> just throw them in there. Yeah, this. We got a full bracket. No one can say that. Nobody faults. This Pokemon has
2: hands it. which can make fists.
1: Good enough. <laughs> it looks like it could punch. <laughs> They undermine this tournament every chance they get because there's really – the stands don't even look like they're that packed. No one's really cheering. It looks like it took – it's in a tent that someone just set up, and there's obviously no security going on because people just sneak in, you know. The toilets are disgusting. It just – it doesn't look like a very pleasant area to be, but yet they are there. Did we
0: notice a still shot of the audience?
2: Yeah.
1: Just
0: standing sit, – sitting there mouth agape with no the reaction. They use it several times. <laughs>
2: They're not even trying They're to They're just
1: cheer. cardboard cutouts.
2: It wasn't a very good competition, so...
1: No, I just love the more I think about this, how stupid it is. Like, probably as a kid, I was probably like, oh, this is cool, man. These Pokemon get together and fight. But now I'm like, oh, God, this is like something you see at the county fair or like somebody boxing in their backyard on TikTok. I mean, this is what this is comparable to what's going on here.
0: I like the opening ceremony where Anthony rises from below the ring. <laughs> this- <laughs> <laughs> then they introduce Giant, who we're gonna get back to. Then they introduce yes. Ash and Brog, and then that's it, that's the opening ceremony. Like Where's where are all the other, the other competitors?
1: <laughs> there's, so there's only four, right? There's no, four we saw
0: slots. three at least three other people. No, that's right. Bacham- yeah, Bacham- yeah, Machamp and the champ were all there. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Sorry, what were we saying, Alex?
2: No, I was just gonna say is this the anime's equivalent to the fighting dojo? In
0: I the think games? it is for now. Oh. I mean, it's quite the stretch to you go know, from dojo to boxing tournament, but we're gonna see contradicting incarnations of the Saffron Dojo in the future.
2: Okay, we won't go once there once in then. advanced
0: generation and once in journeys.
1: Yeah.
2: All right, I'm, I'm I'm overstepping, I know, but
1: how dare you? I know. Yes, little foreshadowing there oh, from Austin. I just remembered the the
0: fighting dojo master guy is gonna appear in Johto and he's going to be training for the P1 tournament.
1: Oh. No. Isn't that so weird? <laughs> Maybe it's legit by that point. Maybe. Maybe it's like like it just went viral.
2: God, this is not the end of the P1 championship
1: that we see, but. We call it the off year. Oh, my gosh. Austin, you wanted to mention Giant?
0: I don't even know where to begin with Giant. <laughs> is his name Giant? Yeah.
2: <laughs> Maybe that's his stage name.
1: Was that guy even that big before there was two people stacked over each other, or was he? Well,
2: his yes, he must have been, because his coat fit
1: over <laughs> true.
2: Jesse and James, who were pretending to be him. So, Yes.
0: Yeah, t- okay. So Team Rocket sees a man in a trench coat and a fedora with a hitman Lee, seemingly attack and strip him to his underwear, tie him to a dirty toilet. <laughs> A really dirty toilet. It was Ugh. awful. Um, dude was built, though. Um, don't wear his clothes. They wear his trench coat and hat. Enter in with the Lee that follows their orders.
2: Yeah, why? Reveal
0: themselves as Team Rocket. Don't get... No one questions this. And then Giant <sighs> seemingly never escapes from the toilet stall.
1: No, he's still he there. He probably got
0: arrested he's... for, like, a sex
1: crime. like. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> he's sitting there golly again these people doing this here. i don't again? know the
2: police force is completely useless so they probably didn't even give a crap about what was happening
1: that's what makes this even better is there's no police or security presence it's just a free-for-all in the middle of <laughs> the county fairgrounds or poor, poor giant see the scary thing about <laughs> how they captured giant team rocket is they must have waited until he was like going yeah, before they were able to like apprehend him, so he probably sat down there because he's probably nervous because to him this tournament is actually something serious, and got like really kind of nervous in the stomach, upset stomach. Went to go use the bathroom to relieve the nervousness. Then Team Rocket kicks open the stall and ties him up and then steals his trench coat and Pokemon.
2: Regardless, they assault this poor man, steal his Pokemon, and like <laughs> you said, Austin somehow Hitmonlee listens to. Two people in a trench coat, whatever. What
0: the fuck? About me? What the fuck?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it must have just got caught or something. It has zero loyalty to uh to, to giant. You
0: know what? Team Rocket could have fucking taken that thing to Giovanni and be like, "Here you go, P1 competitor hit Lee.
2: Maybe. Do we think maybe it was a, a rental Pokemon? Could it be? And just listen to anyone who uses it. Who knows.
1: I could imagine a guy standing outside the P1 tournament with like a a fenced in area of Pokemon, and then people were like, "Oh, you want to join the tournament? Here, here's fifty. Pay me fifty Pokemon dollars and pick one out, and you can carry him in there. And good luck to you." I got Geodude's
0: dudes up the wall in here.
1: <laughs> you, they're thirty dollars.
2: Poor Geo, dude. He was the real victim of this episode
1: that was kind of funny though when uh, brock looks up at rebecca and he's like hey rebecca look at me i'm fighting and the geodude just piles him right in the back of the head nah. <laughs> oh brock
0: i think it, it was that shot with Rebecca and miss the audience where there's a there's a baby behind them did y'all see the baby no i did not there's a baby that has pikachu's facial features
2: what
0: yeah
1: can you find this i'm gonna try it has Pikachu's cheeks and eyes and everything. Oh my god, that's uh, that's disturbing. That's very disturbing. Were there any crowd noises while they were fighting, Hardly. or was it just like, yeah, I don't remember.
0: I love Misty getting into
1: it. Yeah, she was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. This it was kind of like it was just a, a fun little episode. It's like they go to this country town. They they got this county fair going on. Obviously, there's a fighting tournament.
2: So just- I don't. Maybe I'm just. I'm not very knowledgeable about how like these boxing tournaments work it seemed like okay the fight that Primate had so at one point it was paired up against a machop and the machop was beating it handily like no question and then it and then it throws Primate out of the ring how does that not immediately disqualify primate
1: it may be illegal to throw him out of the ring in boxing i think it is push or throw push or throw some out of the ring i think that's against the rules
2: in that case so all the times they like threw in the towel. So Ash gives up with the Machop fight. How is he allowed to then continue on?
1: Brock gives up. Yeah, Brock gives oh, up. Oh, I thought Brock Ash gave up at one point. No, he wins. No, wow. uh, Anthony gives oh. up too. Both of them throwing the towel after like a few minutes. But
2: see, maybe I just
1: that blacked actually out during
2: that part because I was like,
1: no, you actually you just brought up a really good point too about how Pokemon have taken over the entertainment industry. Is because, like, there's no way this could happen for humans. Like, you couldn't really have a boxing tournament set up like this done in one afternoon. Because people <laughs> would just be dead. Like, could you imagine the championship <laughs> fight, like, fighting four people and your face is all bloodied and bruised and your ears are all swollen and then you've got to fight the championship fight? What does it cut me, These two guys? It <laughs> cut me, neck. There's just no way that could happen. There, have, there would have to be a free for all, would be the only way possibly humans could do it. Last man standing style. I cannot find this fucking
0: baby. I know I didn't imagine it. <laughs> oh, Jacob, do you throw in a red nice. towel?
1: I don't think it matters. Okay. I, I think it's usually a white towel. Yeah, that's what I was like, thinking. Uh, surrender, kind of like the classic surrendering flag. Yeah, the baby the baby has forsaken me. We oh, no. believe you,
2: Austin. So there okay, was a there's a weird demon child in the <laughs> there's audience. There's <laughs> a weird baby.
1: Audience, if you find it, just timestamp stamp it for us in the comments, <laughs> and we'll, uh, re- we'll go back and review to confirm Austin's... Confirm what it's I'll a 22-minute episode. How can I not find this thing? Oh, I just got an email in that says, check 17 minutes and 32 seconds.
0: I actually am. Um, <laughs> No, that's not it. <laughs> no, let me okay,
1: I I, I I quit. Fair enough. It was just a good like, try. Just uh, like Anthony. Yeah, just like Anthony. Just,
0: well, okay, Rebecca, like Rebecca dive-bombs into the ring.
2: Yeah, so what was her strategy there? So, so Hitmonlee and Hitmonchan are fighting. For context, and then Hitmonlee's winning because Team Rocket's cheating, sabotaging the ring and whatever. Then her master plan is to jump in between two Pokemon that are fighting, like, girl. <laughs>
1: that was, that really was weird to me because it contradicted what she, maybe it was her, like, having a realization that, like, watching her father get killed is, like, not good. Is so her father them. Yeah, that's well, it let her Pokemon get killed. Remember, okay. she was like, if he lose bad enough, I don't know. That whole scene was weird, too, because the setup was stupid. Like, Hitman Champ, obviously, Anthony's no good at what he does. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Because Hitman Champ is sitting there, like, fighting, and Anthony's just like, hey, punch him. Kick, yeah. Pun- yeah, dodge. Dodge that way. Yeah. This whole time, Hitman Chin's getting, like, pummeled. I don't know, it was just weird to me. And then, like I said, Rebecca jumps in. I was like, this. Obviously, he's never going to be successful. Then Anthony jumped
0: in, which is a reasonable thing to do at
1: that point. Yeah. Yeah, I thought this girl didn't
2: care one way or the other, and then she jumps in between this deadly flying kick, and she's like, don't hurt my father's Pokemon. I'm like, what the? (laughs) Why do you even care?
1: That's almost as dumb as running into a burning building.
2: I mean, I guess. Not quite as dumb. I guess on the one hand, I get it. You know, maybe she has just having empathy for for a... Creature that's being hurt. Okay, completely get it, but
0: oh, you should check, check check the chat. <laughs>
1: oh, oh my god!
2: Oh, you did find it. You found it. Oh my gosh!
0: Oh,
1: that's
2: <laughs> this little baby. Is that an error.
0: animation error? Is that on purpose?
2: <laughs> I think it's supposed
0: to be
1: on purpose. See. You know, a little it baby. it looks like they just. They just transferred the faces over, like they just cropped his face and then put it right there.
0: I mean, is Pikachu making the exact same expression? Okay.
2: Is it? I think maybe it is. Either way, it makes sense, because, you know, babies have, like, rosy cheeks. and
0: Yes, babies well known for their soulless black eyes.
2: <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe you found that.
1: That's awesome. Anyway, Primeape. Primeape. Oh, oh, what timestamp is that, Austin? If so people want to go look at it, they can.
0: I don't know, around nine minutes.
1: Nine minutes, okay. Around there. Check around nine minutes if y'all want to out there. All right, Primate, go, Austin.
0: Primate wins, they beat Team Rocket, and now Primate is leaving us to go with Anthony.
1: That why? was a really weird... Why? Yeah, that's a really weird ending.
2: So, I feel like... <laughs> I feel like Anthony just sort of bamboozled Ash and basically stole his Pokemon, because...
1: Yes.
0: Did
2: he not say... Okay, Primate... Just won the P1 championship. He became the P1 champion. And Anthony literally says, I'll train it so we can become the P1 champion. And I'm like, Guy, you just fucking won that competition. So (laughs) literally, all he did was steal Ash's Pokemon. I mean, hands down, like he just, he was like, Kid, I'm going to train it for a while so we can, you know, become the championship, you know, people. And then Ash is like, Okay. And leaves in the air, so please somebody maybe I'm I'm missing something. <laughs> you guys are the I the uh boxing yeah. experts, so
0: I mean it's traditional when you win a boxing tournament to give your child someone else. Yeah. Like
2: he literally won the competition and then he goes off and says, Well, I'm gonna keep training so we can win the competition.
1: With with Ash's Pokemon. The the the, the guy who has the belt. Right. And he's literally the guy who just got the Yeah, belt. he's
2: literally wearing the belt. And I'm like, what's there left to do? You won it in a... Like you said, Jacob, in in an afternoon, you've won this competition. There is nothing else left to do. You
1: you just... You're cheating from this point on. If you win, you're you're not using something that you have... Anthony, I guess he's just kind of a scumbag. Does he
2: mean that he just... He's defending his title? Is that what it is?
1: You do, yeah. Once you're the champ, you do have an opportunity to defend your title. But you think it would be more like... Later we see Ash come back and he's fighting or like maybe there's like a reunion and Anthony's trained his Pokemon up to the same level as Ash's and then Anthony's Pokemon gets the belt? Instead of Ash just giving over this award winning Pokemon to Anthony. It's just I don't know, it was it was a stupid I ending. I mean
2: he doesn't even know this guy.
0: Why did Ash catch this thing to give it away two episodes anyway? What was what was the point of that? <laughs>
1: After complaining about not having enough Pokemon the previous episode. I was thinking of Professor so, Oak the whole time. I was like, what will
0: Professor Oak have
1: to say about this? Yeah, he just got bamboozled, kid. What did you put in your notes for this scene? Because I, I put, wait, Ash gives his champion Pokemon up to the guy who lost. What a joke. <laughs> that's that's the ending notes oh,
0: I have oh, oh my god, my note is, Ash is a fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think our sentiments are all the same, because I, I also wrote, I think Anthony just bamboozled Ash and stole his Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he literally, Ash doesn't know this guy from Adam, and he just, you know, he's he's a deadbeat dad that is obsessed with Pokemon fighting competitions. And Ash was the one who won the competition, and then so what? for what reason would he have to give away his powerful primape to some loser guy. Like I just
1: <sighs> it, it this episode I think did a lot more damage to Anthony than what he's willing to show. Because think about it, you're this guy who's been doing this tournament for years on end and you can't win at all. Then this 10-year-old, not 8-year-old kid shows up and he has a primape and he just jumps in there and wins the whole thing and you've been training, you're like a 45-year-old man <laughs> who's abandoned his family and can't even win this county fair tournament and this kid does it in about four hours. <laughs> so I think Anthony's probably a little more upset than he'd be willing to share, which is probably why he stole Ash's Pokemon.
2: Anyway, so back to what you said at the beginning, Just, he's like, okay, I'll keep training. And then Rebecca's like, and I'll make sure he doesn't leave us again, even though he lives right down the street. And then we leave, thank God. So the narrator says at the end, he's like, "Maybe they'll meet again, Ash and Primate. Maybe they'll meet again someday, somehow. Never to be seen again."
1: Yep. Spoiler I alert. With a little bit of hope. Yeah, a little bit of hope, but it never, never takes place. Fast
2: forward twenty-five years, we still have not seen hide nor hair of the Primate. So,
1: does anyone have anything to say about Team Rocket in this episode besides the assault they commit? I mean, I think that's enough. That's enough. Okay. They do try to manipulate the chairman a little bit, but it's not even worth it. So.
0: Right?
2: They do say, so going back a little bit, they do say they want to enter the competition to win the belt so that they can sell the belt. So how much do you think they would have gotten if they were to sell it? What is that even worth?
1: It's worthless.
0: A it's, a, it's a backwoods. Uh, yeah. They got that it's from the plastic. trophy store. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's probably from the pawn shop, like, down the road. It's probably, like, a bumper sticker <laughs> and, like like, a license plate with just, like, a... I mean,
2: they don't even say, okay, you get the belt, whatever, that's symbolic. But they don't even offer, like, or advertise a cash prize of any kind. Like, nothing else. Like, what's the point other than, I guess, among enthusiasts to say, I won the championship belt. Whatever, lame.
1: (laughs) You get a free funnel cake.
2: that would be better than nothing. God, they didn't even advertise that. (laughs) So, we leave Anthony and his sad life behind. (laughs)
1: Th- are all thoughts expressed? Yep. Yes. All right, cool deal. So let's move on to our MVP and LVP, our most viable player and our least viable player. Our P One no repeats.
0: and Anthony.
1: Yes. <laughs> Remember no repeats, and it's gonna be Austin, me, then Alex. Oh, and we'll also share our quotes too, our most memorable, influential quotes that were said to us this episode. I have quite a few LVPs.
0: <laughs> um but i'm gonna do a double lvp
1: okay i'm gonna Bechop give it out. to
0: machoke and bachamp oh was that yours no
2: no but why they hardly even made an appearance it,
0: that's why oh. because they were hardly even in this episode this is the big fighting pokemon episode and this is their debut i believe and they only get like cameos and i'm
1: like sucks to be y'all <laughs> and they're really cool too Debatable. Um,
2: <laughs> Austin, <laughs> please, cool. tell us how Machamp you really feel. Machamp is cool.
0: Machoke alarms me. Uh, <laughs>
2: oh, really? Machoke is the coolest looking one to me.
0: Real, because I feel like the forearms puts Machamp into that Pokemon category that Machoke does not yeah. have.
2: Machoke is, it too is like or... a
0: built dude with like a gator face.
2: Oh, yeah, he's too... okay, I can
0: see it. It. I don't like that.
2: <laughs> yeah... <laughs>
0: I guess. Okay, my MVP um, will go to Misty oh. <laughs> for her for her one moment of,
1: yeah,
0: in the audience.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, person, person, the one person taking it seriously is Misty. She was
0: yes. being a
2: supportive right. friend. Good for she her. Was.
0: Okay, my quote. Oh, God. I don't know if y'all caught this. At one point, Anthony is barking orders at Hitmonchan as the coach, and he says, oh, Jacob got it. Mm. says gotta be smart gotta be strong gotta keep moving is that from
2: that song <laughs> i'm like
0: what the hell why is this being referenced i
2: oh my god i was i thought i was going crazy i was like this is not from that song it can't possibly be from that song it was it was
0: <laughs> and it's the 90s so... <laughs> it was perfect oh was like...
2: my god
0: that was so weird.
2: That, that was... I, I I couldn't be sure, but I, I had that pop up in the back of my head, too. I was like, no, they wouldn't
1: reference a pop song from the
0: 90s. So my MVP is Desiree. <laughs> <laughs>
1: no, it it's started of playing in my head after the, after
0: the quote. Oh I was like, my oh my god. I had to pause <laughs> and be like, did I just imagine that? And then go back. <laughs>
2: Somebody from the four kids dubbing team that was their like favorite song at the moment
0: someone's having fun
2: <laughs> i'm glad you caught that austin that was oh my god i was doubting myself too
1: <laughs> jeez somebody that's great <laughs> was
2: that your quote jacob
1: yes no that oh. was i was i forgot to mention that i got a different quote because i figured i was somebody was gonna take it before oh i my did god. oh my gosh i had a nostalgia trip there i was like just that song started playing in my head so my mvp is prime ape because <laughs> <laughs> He wins the tournament. I mean, how much more of an MVP could you get than that? Even though he gets betrayed at the end, still good on you. Or he gets exploited at the end. Anyway. And then my LVP, i got to give it to the poor man giant. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even that's, that's kind of even low for, like, a kid's cartoon. Getting assaulted and tied up in a bathroom. <laughs> poor. Poor man. How, how did you think you didn't do that? MVP. What?
2: They probably snuck up behind him and hit him on the head.
1: Okay, I guess. They probably cut it out to where, like, he's just sitting there going, and then they, like, coughing just slowly drips over and gets right in front of his face and just, (laughs) you know, unlists the smog. This poor guy can't
2: even go to the bathroom in peace.
1: And then my quote is Geodude gets Uh obliterated, obviously, because he's (laughs) not even the right type, but then he's sitting there suffering, and then. Brock goes, don't worry, Geodude, you'll be as solid as a rock in no time. (laughs) Still a fan of the puns.
2: I, for my MVP, I picked Pikachu for this episode because he single-handedly saved the day and the, the tournament. He foiled Team Rocket's plan when they were going to electrocute the boxing ring. And cheat to win. So he saw this happening and went underneath the ring and disabled it. So I was like, "Oh, good job, Pikachu!" And no, nobody was, you know, the wiser. He just did this all by himself. Very smart. Pikachu and then was
0: really cute coming out from that little
2: I know. Thing
1: too. <laughs> <laughs> he
2: looked like he was so like impish. He just came out like do 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 like I'm, <laughs> you know, nothing to see here. And then for my LVP, I picked Brock. Just for the fact that he entered Geodude in a fighting competition. Oh, <laughs> like, you're a bad trainer, Brock. Shouldn't you know better? God.
1: That's borderline abuse. Especially being a gym leader, too, you know?
2: Like, what was. It? I, I just. I can't get my head around his thought process here. I'm like, just sit this one out, Brock. There's really no reason for you to even be a part of this, but whatever. So, poor judgment on Brock's part. So, he's LVP. And the quote that I picked was at the beginning when we see anthony i think for the first time and he says something like fighting smart hurts less than fighting stupid
1: i was like i think that was the most profound thing <laughs> you said good. so uh i guess we can move on to episode 30 oh boy sparks fly for magnemite now i know we all have some some pretty interesting thoughts about this episode oh this episode was it off, great <laughs> it, was, it was really great yeah this was a phenomenal episode and to kick us off Alex has 30 seconds to describe Ooh. this phenomenal episode. Okay. Five seconds. Oh, boy. Woo. Three, two, one, go! Okay,
2: so in this episode, Ash, Brock, and Misty arrive in Gringy City, this, like, run-down, disgusting industrial town where there is a blackout happening, and the Pokémon Center are dying. So then Ash and friends have to investigate this terrible situation, so they go to the power plant where they encounter um magnemite and then they come across the power plant employees who are being attacked by some grimer and they end up beating the grimer and the muck um and Time. save the day so yes
1: <laughs> <laughs> Ash catches well muck. Done.
2: oh yeah and ash catches muck at the end
1: <laughs> well done well done well for Done. some
2: reason, but we'll get there. We'll get there.
1: Uh, all right, so where to begin? They walk in this dirty, nasty, polluted place that apparently is a town, right? That is established early on that this is indeed where people live.
2: Uh, they said at one point that it used to be a very bustling, busy place because there was a lot of factory jobs and...
0: I got got Nomadland vibes.
2: Nomadland vibes? Yeah. Oh, from when I they shut down the town... Yeah. oh yeah
1: i got the lorax vibe oh yeah because it's like they talk about i guess it was like a a beautiful place but then industry took over and turned it into like this dirty grimy get cancer in 10 seconds place
2: this was our morality like environmental psa episode
1: <laughs> yeah get ready for that
2: i won't say too that, much yet
1: that is definitely definitely this episode we kind of get a little dose right off the bat how nasty this place is. and I don't even know how they were even in there before they put on their suits, but we see Team Rocket in a sewer, I guess. Would this even be a sewer? Or is it just like a toxic sludge? They were off? in a
2: sewer, I think.
1: Where their eyebrows are burning off as they're standing there. And Meowth is in this little bubble. <laughs> I say bubble that he puts makes them put on hazmat suits. Meowth is in a UFO. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's in like a UFO. <laughs> or like the Jetsons car. It is like the Jetsons car. That's actually a good comparison there. It is the Jetsons so, car. So, remind
2: me again what their goal was. They got into the... They were going somewhere. They had to go through the
1: sewer to get there. Where, That's what where I couldn't figure out. I think they were trying to get... Were they trying to get in the power plant? I think so, but I can't remember for what reason. I can't either. <laughs> I was too, uh... I was too taken afar of, of by the, uh... The messaging of the episode to really focus on individual goals... Oh, Austin's nodding his head. You know Austin?
0: No, i not. even... What? Oh.
1: What? <laughs> <laughs> what was Team Rocket trying to do in that sewer? I don't know. So, regardless,
2: hmm. Ash and Pikachu and Miss Team Brock, and, you know, they're walking along, and Pikachu gets sick. He gets sick, and they have to take him to the Pokemon Center.
1: And we meet the version of Joy that looks like she just had enough.
2: Yeah, what was going on? She was the least nursiest nurse. She was very the opposite of an empathetic, caring person.
1: This is a 24-7 Pokemon Center, as they all are, right? Not that one in Made speak Speak, that is a curfew. Yeah, that's true too, huh? Apparently this one is, though, Because, but Joy gets mad that she gets woken up.
2: Yeah, they run in and Ash is like, there's something really wrong with Pikachu, and Nurse Joy is like, oh, it has a cold. That's
1: it. <laughs> yeah, no big deal.
2: Which, you know what? We come to find out, well, I know I'm skipping way ahead. We come to find out at the end based on what the power plant employees say that that's more or less the case but regardless
0: i think she was wrong though because the power plant employees say it got too much electricity and it got magnetized and the symptoms
2: yeah. seem
1: as if it has a cold
2: right i mean yeah. in, a, in yeah. a way yes i mean she wasn't off base too far
1: she diagnosed without properly explaining she's like "You looks <laughs> like a cold he'll be fine just let him go
2: yeah Basically.
1: like i said austin she's she's obviously seen a lot of patience with her inventory she already has on hand so i think this was kind of like you know this is nothing shoe she had like a dozen pokemon in the icu
2: so you know what tipped me off in this episode to the fact that she wasn't like a very good nerd was the fact that brock did not hit on
1: her that is a good point i didn't think about that (laughs) that is true i didn't yeah like
2: he didn't even bat an eyelash he was just like i think ash said something like are you the are you the oddball in your family and then (laughs) that's right and then joy's like no everyone else is the weird one not me
1: (laughs) so what what were those pokemon in there for was it just the environment was so bad did they ever like really elaborate on why all these pokemon were like Like they all look fine the next day. Yeah. Who knows? Was, did, it, was it the muck? Running a did muck? Did they
2: have trainers?
1: Yeah, another Pokemon Center without any trainers in it. Hmm. You know what's really sad about those Pokemon not having trainers? This reminds me of like Chernobyl when the people had to evacuate. Oh my so god. They had to evacuate <laughs> so quick. They just had to leave their animals behind. So I think this is like they just, people just left so abruptly because it was so bad there. They just left all their poor Pokemon behind.
0: I think the Nurse Joy organization exiled this Nurse Joy to Cringy City. Equivalent of being Chernobyl. Yep. Damn. The power goes out, the rocket's yes,
1: old dies. <laughs> that was kind of hilarious, but not really. So they're in their suits but, uh, and their yeah, air supply out. Like, <laughs> but Jesse still is able to get out, my air supply! And James is like, oh, I feel it too. But when the power goes out, though, what really separates this Pokemon Center from the others is there's no backup power.
2: Oh, yeah. There's, yeah, there's no
1: Pikachus a... on a treadmill.
2: There's no yeah, there generator, was no... which seems like it would be very important to have if they have ICU units, you know.
1: which is where I thought that this episode was going to head at the end, but it didn't go there, and I'll explain that later on. Someone reminds me, but okay. Anyway, um, so power goes out, and then our adventurers have to go in, break into the power plant where people are already at, trying to figure out, figure the problem. Wait, 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 you, you stop. You skipped something. Stop. I know, 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 no, no. But before they get to the power plant, we run across another, I guess. Not, she's not an oddball. She acts normal this episode. <laughs> normal. But, yeah, we normal Officer Jenny. Okay, Alex, you look really eager to speak I, to Jenny for this episode. Can I, can I
2: please jump in? <laughs>
1: yes, go for it. I'm, it's all you.
2: I'm sorry. I know this comes up like every fucking episode because why not? <laughs> right. Officer Jenny... It never fails in true Jenny fashion. There's always every time she appears, there's a fucking problem. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I had so much. I had so many thoughts about Jenny. So I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> so they run up to the police station, which you know, okay, that's good. They had the the idea to go get the cops involved. Like, why wouldn't you? There's a massive power outage. You know, where are the police? You know, where are the, the law and order people of this town? So they run up, and Officer Jenny... At this point, I'm convinced that they're writing her to be inept on purpose. <laughs> because she, brought, she she's standing there in the doorway of the, the police station, and Ash and Brock and Misty are there, and they're like, you know, there's this terrible problem. If we don't get the power plant back online, you know, these Pokemon, you know, they're in trouble... And she's standing there with her her wireless phone, her cordless phone, and she's like, "I tried to call the power plant, but there's no signal because the power's out." <laughs> That's right. Yeah. And I'm like, "Are you stupid?" <laughs> it's because, and I know I know we've we've come far into the future, and and landlines and you know wireless handsets are kind of a thing of the past, but. I feel like Jenny should know that cordless phones do not work in a power outage. If she had a landline phone, she would have been fine. (laughs) But she's trying to make a call on a phone with no power, and I'm like, oh my god, no wonder it's not working, you dummy.
1: (laughs) This city, for being what it is, is like... I think it might be like a Chernobyl kind of thing here. It is the most poorly thought of city to handle emergencies. There's no backup power at the hospital. There's no radio or AM, FM frequency for people to communicate if they have communication (laughs) breakdowns with the power. I'm just like, good Lord, this city is the worst place to be. So
2: so this is is the last thing I'll say. So she's like, oh my God, the, the, the... The phone's not working i don't know what to do so what does she do in true jenny fashion she says okay children why don't you go down there and see what's going on she's good luck she, yeah basically she's like good luck just tell me what you find out and she sends them down there she doesn't even go with them oh my god
1: she's like no, i think she still keeps trying on the phone like i think she sends them away and then she picks up the phone is like still speaking into it like, Like, do you guys hear me? (laughs) Oh my god, I was,
2: I was blown away. I just,
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm
0: crying. You made Austin cry.
2: Austin, are you okay? (laughs) No. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh my god. I'm sorry, I had to get that out of my, I had to get that off my chest. That was bugging me all afternoon. I'm like, I can't wait. Forget the, the Rocky, you know, knockoff episode. I want to get to this, part. Oh, man.
1: This is, that is something else. I, was, <laughs> yeah, I,
0: I, I just love your comment. Well, it's just a normal Officer Jenny, an uh, incompetent nurse, Joy. <laughs> I know, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we got Oddball Joy, but regular Jenny, like, which... Like, even
0: Oddball Joy is more confident than regular Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
2: I'm sorry, I I know I took over that whole part, but I had to say that. You guys, go,
1: go, give me your thoughts. No, you hit the nail on the head with it. I mean, so they eventually do go into the power plant. <laughs> they get in there, solve the issue, and it's it looks abandoned, right? They assume it's abandoned? Ben. Well, yeah, Brock well, Misty is... makes a
0: comment. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. But then we get the introduction of Magnemite, who seems to be in love with cold-ridden Pikachu.
0: Cold-ridden Pikachu, I, like, my paternal
1: instinct takes over, and I'm like, I need to protect this creature. Oh, It's so pitiful. <laughs> that made me so mad this episode, too. Pikachu's obviously not feeling well, clearly. hmm And how many Pokemon does Ash have? And he keeps... He just keeps... Trugging along with Pikachu the whole episode? Oh, the I was me,
0: Pikachu, they left it at the center and it followed them.
1: Well, obviously, because that joy scared it. Well, <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's true.
0: So Pikachu wasn't wasn't going to stay behind, I guess.
2: They can't have an episode without Pikachu, God forbid.
0: And the Magnemite has to follow Pikachu around. Because we're really cramming in these episodes full of like a bunch of Pokemon. Because last episode had every fighting type. This one has... Grimer, Muck, Magnemite, Magneton. They're like, okay, we got a checklist. We got to cross them off. <laughs>
2: just
1: yeah, load we've them in there. have been neglecting this. Yeah. been really neglecting. There's 151 people. We got to get them in there somehow. However, we got to do it. It's what we got to do.
2: I don't know. I really. I think Magnemite has grown on me over the years. I mean, at first, I never disliked it, but, you know, it was just kind of one of those, like, you didn't really think about it Pokemon. It was just like, eh, Magnemite is there, whatever. But I think. It's become one of my top favorite ones. I don't know why. It's so... I think it's adorable.
1: Magmite's super cute. I know. It is It is adorable. It, it really is. And the original card was really cool, too, with it. Mm-hmm. That was that was one of the best arts of the original. Oh,
2: which one are you talking about?
1: It was like a it was, CGI. Oh. Yeah, it was like computer generated. It was like... Yeah, you know, it didn't look cartoony. It was really Interesting.
2: cool. Magmite's... Uh, it's definitely a favorite and me anyway
1: but it scares the hell out of the our adventurers
0: (laughs) (laughs) that was fun i think magnemite being in love with pikachu and like orbiting it like that i think that's a fun idea i don't think they realized it very well because magnemite was circling it with like 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 sexy come hither eye not eyes eye eye. (laughs) yeah missy said it was blushing which made me wonder okay they called it an inorganic pokemon is the eye is the eye like is there blood in it because they they said it was blushing interesting is it a eyeball in a magnet or is it a computer screen eye i don't i didn't understand
1: what i think what happened was it's just a theory (laughs) that city is so toxic and just chemical ridden that the citizens may have transformed into pokemon what maybe they're (laughs) the magnemites or they put their eyeballs into magnemites Yes, like they just fell in the sewer and came up and became these magnets or whatever. Jacob, that's why they care about the power plant so much. That's Very teenage a... ninja <laughs> <I> think <laughs> they, they love pizza.
2: I think you stumbled on a really good idea going forward we could do in the future. Like, what's our crack theory for every episode?
0: Wait till you hear my fan fiction. Oh, boy. Y'all, we gotta read that Togashi Shudo novel because I got something to say. Oh, boy. <laughs> I don't know when we're actually going to do that, but... I find it very interesting that Dexter said that Magnumite is very mysterious, and I'm like, well, I mean, yeah, it is kind of weird. It's a living creature that's also a ball with magnets on it and screws, <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna link discuss the origin of
1: Pokemon at some point.
2: Oh, good, that's like exciting. within
1: the world. We need to do that.
2: I'm
0: down.
1: Yeah, it was a. It is an odd-looking thing, but it's really cute. I think it's one of the more creative ones that they had in the original. Oh, it's super cute.
0: But God forbid you make a Pokemon out of ice cream or something.
1: Yeah. God fucking forbid. forbid. Or garbage. I like rubbish. I do too. I really do too. (laughs) Speaking of garbage, we do get sort of a a garbage Pokemon this episode. Not saying it's awful, but like it seems to be made from garbage. Grimer. 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 Born from sludge.
0: What was that one Pokedex entry that said it was born from an x-ray from the moon?
2: X-ray from the moon? (laughs) Never heard
1: that. (laughs) I swear swear to God, God. no, something X-ray. It sounds that sounds like some um, Destiny stuff. Oh, it's a grimer from the moon. I
2: gotta look
1: this up. Yeah, you gotta look that up. I have no. Oh my
2: God, Austin! It is grimer.
1: Yes, I thought so.
0: Fludge that was transformed when exposed to X-rays from the moon. No, what does the moon give out X-rays? No. What is? Read it again for me, please.
2: Which which uh, game was that? all them. Oh.
0: Sludge exposed to x-rays from the moon transformed into Grimer.
2: Oh my god.
1: Sludge exposed to x-rays from the moon.
2: Yeah, it's in um, fire red, Diamond Pearl and Platinum, and Black and White, and X. And Moon. And Moon.
1: <laughs> that's kind of, that's one of the uh, more unique
0: Oh, okay. I, entries. Dr. Google's on the case. This is from Harvard.edu. X-rays from the moon are are caused by fluorescence due to the impact of solar X-rays on the surface of the moon. When a solar X-ray is absorbed by an atom on the lunar surface, the X-ray knocks an electron out of the inner part of an atom and excites the atom to a higher energy level. Blah, 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 blah. It doesn't say anything about Grimer.
1: (laughs) This is known to cause the phenomena known as Grimer. (laughs) Okay, anyway. So
2: X-ray, so what I'm I'm getting out of this is X-rays from the moon are a thing.
1: Didn't, didn't it say the lunar s- surface though? Does that mean that like grammar had to be on the moon for it to get the X ray, or was it just talking about the the light off reflected off the moon from the sun?
2: Who knows? Why couldn't they just stick with the simple? You know, born from okay, ultra sun says it was born from sludge on the ocean floor.
1: Oh look, all the all the
0: plants give off X rays. That's fun. Yeah.
2: Why not? Th- okay. Wise Pokedex entry is simple. It just said appears in filthy areas. It thrives by sucking up polluted sludge that is pumped out of factories. Okay, that's it's easy enough. <laughs> that makes sense.
1: Yeah, that's not like all physicy and all that stuff.
0: Okay, so why were they chasing the people?
2: Um.
1: They're assholes. Yeah, that's basically it. Okay, great.
2: I'm trying to remember. They were trying to get in, and they like fell down through the ceiling, right?
1: They came up through the.
2: F- or. S- for. something
1: they get in that computer room i know that after these two for this whole city these two factory workers who somehow stayed there mm-hmm. find ash and friends running into the grimer or whatever <laughs> i'm trying to figure out they came yeah they came in there i don't i don't know the more thing with this it feels like more the roles should be reversed between the magnemite and the grimer but you can't have like grimer as an, a protagonist and the cute magnemite be the antagonist
0: Wait, so why would Magnemite be the antagonist? Because they're absorbing electricity and feeding off of it? Yeah. Theoretically?
1: Yeah, but like the Grimers and stuff would be kind of happy with the situation that they got, right? Because oh, they want to preserve the pollution. <laughs> yeah, they want to make sure, they don't want to shut down the factory. They want to keep the factory going. That's a good point. And you think maybe the, maybe the Magnemite are kind of powering the plant? And so they're like rebelling saying, hey, we're not going to do this anymore. Look at all this garbage we're churning out. So, I don't know.
0: Um, okay, I have a theory about the Grimer. They're That's being led by Muck.
1: Mm hmm.
0: Yes. What do we know about this Muck? This Muck loves hugging people.
2: Yes. That's all the
0: Grimer were trying to do.
2: They're just trying to hug. They're just trying to be friendly. Yep. But they misconstrued their intentions. Could be. Could hmm. possibly be.
1: And then the ma- that meets the Magnemite the bad guys. Yep.
2: Interesting take yeah. on it.
1: Yeah. Anyway, I agree with
0: that. The Grimer are, <laughs> quote, attacking. And Ash says Pikachu's are the only one who can
1: help us stop the Grimer. That's my problem. <laughs> that's what I was talking about earlier. That's my problem. Go for it. Jacob. Well, he he has a slew of Pokemon. Charmander, Squirtle, Bobasaur. Take your pick. And you chose your sick, decrepit Pikachu to battle this thing that's obviously pretty powerful. I mean, why? Am I, he, is, am I crazy thinking this? He
2: literally says, and I wrote this down because it was so absurd to me. The power plant guy jumps up and says, You know, you guys are Pokemon trainers, right? You've gotta use your Pokemon to help us out And then Ash says, Well you know, and I was like, Okay, you know, good point, Ash, like you know, you're being reasonable here. He says, Well, what do you expect us to do? Pikachu is sick and it can't take on all those grammar at once And then the very night, ne- in his very next breath, he literally says, Pikachu, you're the only one who can help.
1: <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, it's like
2: and like you said jacob he has a whole roster full of other pokemon and brock has some and misty has some they just stand there like doing nothing
0: i counted they had 13 other pokemon oh
1: good good <laughs> <math>. I counted. <laughs> that was awesome So,
2: why is pikachu the only one who can do anything
1: think about this okay they're in a room this is like the head station of the power plant right probably for the whole crappy city all right and there's all these computers around all these wires and all that stuff what type of Pokemon do they choose? I guess water would have been worse, but an electric Pokemon with all of these wires and computers going around—where we've seen Pikachu through thunderbolts before that have just obliterated computer systems and have just thrown everything into disarray—you think that whole area would have just been gone after that combined thunderbolt between the Magnemite and Pikachu?
2: It didn't make any sense.
1: No, it's okay
0: though because the Magnemite off-screen went and got all of its friends to come and help. <laughs>
1: For some reason. It woke him up. We don't get much backstory on them, do they? They just kind of appear.
2: What, the Magneton?
1: Yeah, all of them.
2: So I have a question. Yes. When, like, okay, so Ash, I think he's talking to the PowerPoint. PowerPoint. Ha <laughs> ha. PowerPoint, people. <laughs> 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 yeah, he was working on his presentation for his job, making PowerPoint. Um, No, he was talking, I think he was talking to the PowerPoint guys, and he says something like, this blackout's a disaster for the entire city. A lot of the Pokemon at the center are going to die if the power doesn't come back on soon. Is that the first time they actually say, like, they reference death?
0: I noted that, too. They said, they're going to die. I mean,
2: Yeah, he said, they're not going to be in trouble, or they're not, you know, they're sick and need help. I mean, nothing like glossing over it. He just was like, they're going to die. I was like, whoa.
0: (laughs) I guess you're allowed to say animals can die (laughs) on Saturday morning television in 1998. Yeah, well, but hate syndication, so whatever.
2: They never reference Pokemon dying. I mean, hardly ever. I mean we get a little bit of that later on. I mean we do have episodes in in the future that alludes to them dying, but I don't think they ever flat out say, They're gonna die. <laughs> so that stuck out to me anyway.
0: Oh, I'll also note, um I said the word animal. Um, one of the power plant guys who these guys are just treasure troves of information. <laughs> one of them said, They really are. One of them said, Well, animals you sent. For basically, for mating. Oh yeah. And I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa! You said the word animal. What are you implying there, sir?
2: That they're animals. Are Pokemon animals? I mean, by definition, aren't they? I mean, they're
0: well, Brock said Magnumite's an inorganic Pokemon. Would it not be an animal? So I don't. Know. I, I was
1: thrown off.
2: So wait, does that imply that Pokemon and animals are completely different?
1: I don't know. I I think. I would separate them.
2: So they're not animals, they're Pokemon.
1: When's the last time you saw your goldfish do Dragon Rage? (laughs) Nothing ever gets away from Dragon Rage. (laughs) (laughs) I like that they introduced these, like, inorganic Pokemon this episode, though, in this, like, dirty, grimy, chemical, toxic city. So it's like, okay, maybe there are some effects of not regulating how much sludge you put out and not you know Mm. how much garbage you throw in the ocean well i mean it's the the x-rays from the moon you can't fucking stop that (laughs) (laughs) that's a natural phenomenon (laughs) that's true that's true too yeah never mind then point misproven they should keep pumping the sludge out
2: so ash says something interesting was this a error like a script error or something at the end where ash is fighting well they get rid of all the grimer and then so it's just muck left and ash is facing off with it and he says it's an adult muck and it's child.
0: What the fuck was that? I know. It was, yeah, that was how weird. How did it to be Yeah, what, what was down? Oh. It's literally <laughs> inconsistent with the scene and the context. It's so weird. It was really I, weird. <laughs> weird.
2: <laughs> it was so bizarre. It's literally the only one left. It's the only thing on the screen at the moment. And then it's like, it. it's an adult. First of all, the fact that he says an adult muck. Implying that, that that there's an like an age like that's weird.
1: He just counted the sludge marks. And then I <laughs> was like, oh, there's there's eight there's eighteen sludge marks. This thing. Because
2: an adult. and I say that because we we know from later episodes like evolution is not an indication of age. So that doesn't mean shit. But then he's like, <laughs> it, it's an adult muck and it's child. What?
0: I would love to know exactly how that line got to be written and performed and place into the episode what went down in that four kids that day
1: <laughs> this is them remember remember the overarching theme of this episode of pollution's bad all right this is them trying to humanize the pokemon to make it more relatable to how oh they can be harmed too by our actions that's what i think they were going for here maybe I'm. Just it was crazy very
2: out. weird i think there was a i don't know something must have happened a scene change a writing error something because
1: it gave birth to it right before it started running. Like it, just <laughs> it just got really spooked and this <laughs> muck shot my, my out My favorite it. part about that is then Ash
0: catches the muck. Magnemite and Pikachu attack the muck. Ash catches the muck. There's one muck!
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's it. There's one. Oh, it's Where did the child go? <laughs> <laughs> it told him to run. It threw him in the ocean. God. It knew what it was doing. It sludge broke. Had to go get the child out Ew. of it. I knew what it was doing. Does
0: that mean Ash orphaned a baby buck? <laughs> yes,
1: that's exactly what it means.
2: It's that was weird. I thought maybe one of you guys had some insight on that, but apparently it was just as bizarre to you.
1: So. M- maybe
0: whatever Ash said in Jap- Japanese somehow they mistranslated some word, and somehow they thought, oh, oh, he's saying there's a child, and they try to like squeeze it in there. I don't know. I don't know.
2: I'm trying to even. Stretch that to where it could make sense in the context. Maybe they, maybe it was something to do with they were referencing the Grimer, and then like the Grimer as being the children or something. But
0: like, like someone had said at some point, like the leader and its subordinates or something. Yeah. And somehow they mistranslated yeah. that. I don't know.
1: Yeah.
2: But there wasn't. But then I'm thinking, okay, there wasn't even a Grimer on screen as this was happening. So I just. <laughs> I don't know. It was very weird.
0: Then Team Rocket kill three hundred Magneton.
2: Oh yep. yeah. <laughs> yep.
0: The
1: Magneton sacrificed themselves, but they, they didn't um... do
0: anything. They they literally all the Magneton did was they swooped in, fought off the grimer. Yeah. Then later that day, Team Rocket used the giant magnet, and they all, by no choice of their own, had to be stuck to the magnet. And then they went to the bottom of the polluted ocean.
2: I mean. I don't think they'd be affected, right? They're not, like, they, just, they don't breathe air or anything. Presumably, they would survive. Do,
1: and... do they not? This is funny do they... that you mentioned that, though, about them dying, is that apparently when they die, they can be revived by a battery. Wait, does it say that in the Pokédex?
0: I think, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God, what does the Pokédex say now?
1: Let me see. It, it was This was on, like, Pokemon.org. Let me see. I got it, like, uh...
2: Well, the Magnemite...
1: Poke.org. Uh, po-
2: The magnemites don't have nose. Oh, sorry, I'm I'm just trying to think of the anatomy of a magneton and they don't have nose holes or gills or anything. How would they breathe?
1: Oh, I don't know. I don't know. This (laughs) is what this says. At times magnemite runs out of electricity and ends up on the ground. If you give batteries to a grounded magnemite, it will start moving again. Hmm. Well well if you put
0: it in water, submerge it for god knows how long, what happens?
1: (laughs) I don't know. You think Team Rocket would have just took all the ones that drowned with them?
2: Yeah, they literally just... Maybe that's
1: what happened to them.
2: ...caught themselves, like, 500 Magnetons,
1: so... That totally ruined, when I saw that scene, ruined, where I thought the episode was going to wind up. Where did you think it was going to wind up? I thought we were going to have a Squirtle Gang situation, where, like, you know, the Squirtle Gang becomes the fire department. I thought the Magnemites were going to become, like, the clean energy for the city. Oh, that'd be Awesome! (laughs) Yeah, and, like, become the backup generators and all that stuff, and we're going to see, like, Magneton in the middle of the Pokemon Center keeping it lit, and you see the Pokemon, like, arise from being sick. Like, I thought there would be more of a noble ending for these Pokemon that did so much early in the episode, but...
2: That's such a missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. Did we ever find out, maybe I missed it, did we ever find out what caused the blackout in the first place? It's
1: the Grimer. Oh, oh, yeah. right, right, right. Duh. Jenny didn't know until, like, way after... The phone's still not working.
2: I like how we all write consistently. We always pick out the same sort of points for these episodes. It's great.
0: Well, do, <laughs> do we pick out what happened after after the well during the twerbs? Like Lucian is bad. What thing? Joy says I'm gonna work to be a better nurse, and I was like, okay, there's <laughs> That's a 50-50 right. shot. Jenny's gonna say, and I'm gonna be a better police officer, she or not. she's gonna say nothing. <laughs> she said she made no promises to be a better police officer because I don't think anyone even realized how bad she fucking is. Why would she make a
2: promise she, she can't has... keep? Then
1: yeah, exactly. She probably has the greatest crime reports of any Jenny, though, because no one lives in the city, and so there's like a, probably zero like crime rate there. <laughs> so they're probably getting this report every. She probably like, I keep trying to call you guys with this report, but I'm never able to get it, to... <laughs> never able to get it to you.
2: So. I do have to point out the Pokeball mechanics that we got this episode.
1: Oh, saved it for you.
2: Oh, d- did you write it down too? Yeah,
1: I wrote it down <laughs>
2: too, you. you know I'm going to bring it up. Anytime it happens, That's I gravitate to it. So, apparently, you can smell things through a Pokeball, which I thought was very interesting.
0: <laughs> that implies particles are coming in and out of the Pokeball. And yet they're also air seal that it can be submerged in water without any water getting in so
2: does that yeah, no
0: bubbles come does out does that yeah. mean
2: that things can come out but not come in to a pokeball because the water like if a pokeball was submerged for decades underneath the you know in a sinking ship or something the water wouldn't get into it but conversely the smell from muck can come out so that's interesting
1: that just brings home the idea that they, like, for the Pokemon to go to the bathroom, potentially, they have to let them out to go. Like, you're sitting there walking along, and you stink, and you're like, oh, God, my Pokemon went in my Pokeball.
2: This isn't Digimon. Or, like, you bathe
1: your Pokemon.
2: This isn't Digimon. The Pokemon don't poop. <laughs>
1: They don't poop up. Then they're not animals. Yeah. There you go. Uh, our, our, our argument comes full circle. Actually, they're not animals.
2: I take that back. So there is actually a reference to Pokemon pooping, and that is in Sun and Moon, where in the games you... Was it Sun and Moon or Ultra Sun and Moon or both? I can't remember. There's a little mini game where you go and help the janitor out and you pick up Pokemon trash. Oh, so in Haoli Mall, I guess... I don't know if I'm saying that right, but that's, like, the starting city where your character lives, I guess. Mm. You go to the mall area, and there's, like, a little mini game where you pick up the trash. Like, the janitor guy has you pick up Pokemon trash, but Hmm. it's strongly
1: implied to be poop. So it's like people just throw their poop bags on the ground, and you gotta go around and pick up the poop bags? As
0: someone who lives in an apartment complex, people do not bother picking up the poop of their animals. I'll just say that.
1: Yeah. They sometimes they uh i heard what they do like sometimes in california is they take the dna of your animal <gasps> to be registered in the apartment so like if they find like poop that's laid out or someone didn't pick up the poop they take a st- stool sample and then they can trace it back to the person didn't pick it up and then you get a fine i'm gonna independently
0: implement that policy into the yes. apartment complex i'm gonna do that myself <laughs> yeah so i'm gonna give mo- people
1: <laughs> <laughs> picking up their Hello poop. monthly bonus so with all of that being said, does anyone have any more thoughts or opinions about the, hmm. uh, what's this, what this place even called?
2: Grinchy City. Uh, Grinch,
1: Grinchy City, yeah.
2: I am sad that Ash caught a muck and he did not catch a Magnemite instead.
0: I actually agree. Alas. But he's not allowed to have another electric type.
2: Yeah, but it would have been such a good dynamic with Pikachu. Like every time Pikachu has one of his, like, oh no, he has too much electricity
0: situations. We got that's the hair across Bulbasaur situation.
1: <laughs> I'm actually really glad he caught Muck, because uh, it gave him the perfect opportunity to troll Professor Oak.
0: Yeah, Alex, I thought for sure you'd be all over that. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay, that's fair. You know, Professor Oak can get a taste of his own medicine there, but.
0: You want me to catch more Pokemon? Here you fucking go. <laughs> yep. Good luck getting this smell out.
2: I feel bad for it. It's not like Muk like chose that life. He's just a victim. He can't help it, and everybody hates him for who he he just who he inherently is. It's Very sad.
0: That's okay. Muk is gonna change who he is in future episodes.
2: Yeah, he has a personality shift. But
1: alrighty, are we all ready to move on to the MVP LVP? All right, it's uh, it's me. And then Alex, and then Austin. All right, so my MVP was Magnemite for oh. saving the place. I know it's a pretty softball. And then my LVP was everybody who was there that let that town go to hell. <laughs> <laughs> to, be, to be, like, that awful of a place. And then my fa- my uh, quote is when I think Team Rocket doesn't do something right, and they talk about all how they're failures, and then James goes, I can identify with failure. Oh. Poor James.
2: He can't ever catch a break.
1: All right, and that's all I had.
2: I'm gonna. St- I guess I'll start with the LVP, which is obviously Jenny. Because <laughs> 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 she's absolutely. I mean, it's th- there's no question anymore. It's not like we can give her the benefit of the doubt of just how terrible she is. I mean, it's just she's so bad. It's so bad. <laughs> I'm trying to think who would be a good MVP because nobody really stood out this episode. Um, aside from Magnemite and Jacob, you already said that.
1: <laughs> Do the power plant people. <sighs>
2: Uh, okay, fine. I'll I'll pick the power plant employees, because like Austin said earlier, you know, they did actually have some interesting things to say. We got some Pokemon biology lessons, I guess, from them, so uh, I'll just pick those guys, and...
0: Did we notice one of them was Tracy?
2: What, his voice? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, dude. it was
0: Tracy.
1: Was Hair. it really? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god,
2: I completely didn't even notice that. I'll have to... To compare that voice when we get to tracy in the future but
1: here's the one that knew everything
2: well tracy is a know-it-all so i guess that makes sense and then the quote that i picked was where misty says when they first meet magnemite they're in the hall magnemite appears for the first time she says magnemite caused the blackout it shut down the power plant and then brock says this one by itself no way and then misty said well dexter says it's mysterious I'm like, that's rude, Misty. You're just going to go and assume that this poor little thing has, you know, caused this whole trouble. It's very presumptuous of her. All
0: right, I'll go. Um, my MVP is going to be Magneton. Ooh. Ooh. They didn't, all they did was they helped out the humans and then suffered for it. Oh. So, I mean, good for them. They're good Samaritans. My LVP is Professor Oak. <laughs> for <laughs> for the, having a smelly muck attack, I guess. Uh, my quote is gonna be the one I can't believe y'all didn't already say.
2: I saved it, Austin, for you. Okay, which
0: which was Ash saying, it's like, well, Magnemite's following around Pikachu and he says, it's like some kind of streaker. (laughs) (laughs)
2: That's pretty good. You mean a stalker. (laughs) I like how scandalized Brock and Misty looked when he said that.
0: (laughs) Which is why they had to do something that was a little little off-kilter but not too (laughs) off-kilter, you know?
2: I wanna know what he really said.
1: Well, all right. Does anyone have any closing thoughts or opinions they want to express before we close this episode out?
2: I think this episode was my favorite one so
0: far. Grinchy
1: city. city. Of all the episodes so far?
2: Yeah, well, aside from some standout moments, you know, in the past episodes, like, you know, Onyx, make a staircase and all that. I don't know. This one overall had the most crazy bananas crap going on in it, so...
1: Alright, with uh, sharing all that we had, this is uh, just a quick reminder that if you have any questions or comments you'd like to make about the podcast, you can rate us on iTunes and... I don't, do other platforms allow ratings? Stitcher... I know Google does, I think. Does it? Maybe.
0: I don't know anything about Spotify, because we're not on Spotify.
1: Huh. I'm. Well, anyway, leave us a five-star rating on I'm iTunes. I'm on it. Five
2: stars, that's right.
1: And if you have any questions or comments about the show, show, get in contact with us at Out of the Drawing Pan. At gmail.com. That's out of the drying pan at gmail.com. Then we also have a Twitter that we constantly post on, and it's out of drying pan.
0: Out of pan.
1: Out of drying pan is our Twitter handle. You can follow us and look at all the updates we give about the show. And until next time, join us for more discussion about the Pokemon anime as the journey continues.